Welcome to the second episode. Yay! In the first episode, I asked you guys to write down the things you want to achieve in the future. Remember, we talked about the definition of life goals. So life goals are things that you envision in the future and that you're committed to achieve. And I asked you not to focus on planning or the how, right? Because, again, your RAS will take care of that for you. And we'll talk about how it works in a bit. But for now, let me ask you, how was the experience when you were writing your goals or your dreams down on paper? I hope it was a great experience. I hope it made you feel positive, optimistic, happy, excited about the future. Because I know for some people, it might be hard because of COVID, of so many things going on in life that are not favorable or pleasant. Some of us are really, really struggling. But you know what? Do not focus on how you will achieve them. Just focus on your dreams. If you need to close your eyes and just reflect on what you want, do it. But what's important is that first you need to really write them down. And I asked you to use pen and paper because when you involve your body, more neural paths are sent to the brain and it gives you an emotional attachment to your goal, like you want that. And of course, when it's written on paper, you can always see it. So it also helps your brain visualize it. Okay, now what if you really didn't do it you didn't write down your dreams on pen and paper because you have other things to do sure there are more important things of course we always have other important things in life but remember when it comes to life goals if you do not set a deadline on them they just stay as dreams and if you do not act on them, who knows, later in life, you might regret it. I watched this episode, uh, this TED Talk, I mean, <clears throat> about the mind of procrastinators by Tim Orban. I'm not sure if you've seen that already. But he made this really entertaining illustration of how procrastinators think. And I think we're all procrastinators. Some of us are just really experts. I even saw one comment that says, who here was able to write down their assignment minutes before submission time? Imagine. <laughs> because when, when we cram, that's when our brain starts to work double time and we're able to do things or achieve it, right? Um, but it's not a very good feeling when you cram, right? 
I don't I don't like the feeling but I'm always stuck in that cycle if I do not I, if I'm not careful with what's going on in my thoughts so what goes on in the mind of a procrastinator so inherently according to Tim Urban we are rational thinkers so when you're rational if you're given a deadline you will of course divide your um, tasks into small manageable pieces or mini tasks so that it doesn't become overwhelming and you're able to achieve the goal slowly step by step until you meet the deadline yeah that's what rational people do but there is this thing called the instant gratification monkey that whenever things get difficult it always appears like for example I have this children's book illustration project it's my first time to do one and I know it's difficult and you know what I've already procrastinated for a year and I know exactly why it's because it's hard so my instant gratification monkey instead of helping me do it step by step it diverted my attention to other easy and pleasurable tasks such as watching Netflix series watching a movie or doing like an illustration project that's easier so many other reasons so maybe that's the same case with you you're procrastinating because it feels difficult for you to write your dreams down the instant gratification monkey is always going to be there and if we allow that to distract us we won't be able to accomplish anything and you know one thing that helps us accomplish things according to Tim Urban it's the panic monster so when there's a deadline and you as a rational thinker knows that you have to finish your task by this date and time your panic monster starts to appear and then panics and rattles you and that's when we start cramming that's when we start to panic and actually do something so we could finish our task so the instant gratification monkey gets scared and goes away climbs up a tree and doesn't disturb you so you are able to finish your task because of the panic monster however the panic monster only appears if you have a deadline yeah if you've set a deadline but if you didn't and this happens to most of our life goals the panic monster will not appear so you will be left according to Tim Urban with your rational self and your instant gratification monkey and if you do not control that by setting a deadline your instant gratification monkey will keep on distracting you it will distract you from facing your problems head-on and then doing something about it and you know what's going to happen 
a month will go by, two months will go by, years will go by without you doing anything about it. And then you will just find yourself feeling sorry or regret that, why didn't I do it? Oh, if only I did this and that. Whenever I think about that, it really breaks my heart because I know we're all capable of achieving our goals. So if you have been procrastinating for whatever reason, I know every reason is valid. Whether you're not feeling good, you have other important tasks, yes, they're all valid. But I urge you to just spend five minutes and just without, you know, thinking about how you will achieve them, write down your dreams on paper using a pen. Okay? Because we don't want to let the instant gratification monkey get its way. Um, I'm going to put the link to the TED Talk in the description of this podcast so you can watch it if you want to. So you've already written down your goals. Now, again, to make sure that the instant gratification monkey will be controlled, we need to set deadlines to our dreams. Because the only way for your dreams to turn into goals is if you put a deadline. I need you to do this step. Using three categories, I need you to categorize your dreams based on achieving achieve soon. The second category is needs more time and the last one is might be fun. So what falls under achieve soon? So these are your dreams or goals that you are committed to achieving soon, literally. Um, it means that you already have enough information about it and that's what you want to focus on first. So for me, for example, one of my achieve soon goals was to buy a MacBook because I wanted to um, find an online job. I want to do um, remote work so I knew that I had to buy a laptop so that was one of my achieve soon goals the second category needs more time are goals that need more time for example I was already committed to getting an insurance but I know that we didn't have enough budget for it yet so I place it under needs more time. Okay, the third category is might be fun. Might be fun are your dreams or goals that are fun, exciting, but you don't really have enough information for the, um, about them yet and you're not sure yet if you're willing to commit to them. So that's why it's just might be fun. And one of my might be fun goals is completing a triathlon by the time I turn 40 or by f- by the time when I'm 40 years old. Er, saying that actually gives me butterflies because I'm not sure yet. 
But I just place it there because I really want to because it's exciting. And that's what might be fun goals are. It excites you. You really want to do it, but you're not sure if you're committed to it yet. But you know what? Write them anyway because that's, again, it makes you happy. All right, so once you have categorized your goals, then you set deadlines. Whenever we set deadlines, it's very important that we set it in a positive statement. So for example, um, by this is how I wrote my achieve soon goal, which was getting a MacBook. I will buy a MacBook Pro by March 8, 2019. Something like that. I know, it's very specific, right? Yes, the, the specific, the more specific your goal is, the better it is. Because the more clear the instructions are to your RAS, your RAS can filter the information that you, you, that you receive in your environment a lot better. And it likes positive statement. So instead of saying, I hope, I might, I may, I wish, don't use those words because they're not proactive words. It has to be something proactive such as, I am, I can. Or, for example, you want to quit smoking. Instead of saying, I will not be a smoker, you will say, by this date and year, I am going to be a non-smoker. Isn't that great? When I was working in my previous company, we had this ritual called the happiness advantage. And we always wrote down three things. And after we did that, um, my brain, for example, has focused on the optimistic thoughts more. I am inherently a positive person, but you know, sometimes we get caught up with too much negativity because there are so many reasons to be negative around us. But with the happiness advantage, it trained my brain to always look at things that are making me happy. And the principle is similar to this. So you set your goals in a positive statement so that it encourages your RES, and of course you set a deadline. With the deadline, your RES can know that it is urgent. Because if you, our RES, it's like a very, um, it's a very hardworking part of our brain, and we don't notice it because it happens in the background. The moment it completes a task or a goal, it rests. So if you do not put a deadline on your goal, it will not prioritize that. Like for me, when I set the deadline for my laptop, I was able to find solutions on how to get one. 
and I was able to get it a day before I had to leave and come back to the Philippines. It was a, it was an amazing experience. Um, when I wrote down that goal, I didn't really care if it was a brand new laptop or not. But my mind, my rational mind, my conscious mind was focused on, oh, um, we don't have enough budget for a brand new laptop. But then one day, I just got the urge to check Carousel. And I thought, why, why have I been focused on getting a brand new laptop when I could get a second hand at a lower price? And you know what? That's when I realized that it would have been better if I also included in my goal the budget that we had. So for example, when you write down your goal, like buying something, you include the price because the more specific your goal statement is, the better it is for your RAS to help, um, the better it is for your RAS to process it and help you find the information that you need. So for some reason, I just had this urge, oh, let me check Carousel. And then that's when I found out that, oh, okay, the secondhand laptops that, um, that I wanted were within this price range. And that's when I assessed our financial status, our budget. And when I talked this out with my husband, we decided that, okay, this is the budget that we can allot for the laptop. So that's when I was able to <laughs> set the budget. And eventually... I started focusing on looking for secondhand laptops within that price range. And during the first few tries, I didn't find anything because they were all beyond the budget. But then one day, my mind just said, let's check Carousel again. And I found the laptop. Funny thing is, the guy who sold the laptop to me only posted it a day before. So that's how I got my laptop. Now let's talk about the most important part of this method, which is the RAS, or the Reticular Activating System. The RAS was only um, discovered that it actually works um, in the 1940s when they created a journal and did some research. But before that, in the mid-20th century, um, scientists already knew that there was a part in the brain that allowed us to feel motivated, that, uh, that controlled our movements, that influenced our fight-or-flight nature. But they didn't know what it was. And it was only until the 1940s when they did the research that they've identified that this is the reticular activating system that's responsible for all of these. And this very marvelous part of the brain does so many things to help us function normally as a human being. 
and one of its functions is to um, uh, control our movement and balance. Um, aside from that, it also has something to do with our sleep and wake transitions, breathing, the beating of our heart, and the control of consciousness and the ability to bring certain things to our attention. Now, where is the RAS located? The RAS is located at the stem of our brain, and it is in the area where the reticular formation is located. The reticular formation is um, responsible in releasing, releasing the hormones, dopamine and serotonin. And it's near the hypothalamus, which is in part responsible for survival, our survival also. Like it, it knows how to detect, detect fear and it tells us what to do if we encounter fear, if it's going to be fight or flight. Isn't that amazing? Um, now, in the book, it, it starts with this quote by Napoleon Hill. Um, and Napoleon Hill says, whatever the mind can conceive and believe, the body can achieve. And this was in, the in 1937. Before again, the RAS was only discovered in the 1940s, so he wasn't aware that there was this part in our brain, but he already believed in it. So it means that whatever he has done, he has focused his mind on it and he was able to make all of his plans into a reality. That's why he said this. And Thankfully, science has removed much of the mystery. And again, even until now, scientists are still um, not completely aware of the magnitude and the full capability of our brains. But again, through research, they have identified certain parts of the brain that's responsible for so many amazing things that we do. So one of the things that they were able to identify that the RAS does is that it's the brain's command and control center. It sorts information that we receive <clears throat> based on what's necessary and what needs to be brought to our attention. Because do you know how many bits of information is received by our brain? It is 400 million bits of information. Not every day, but every second. <laughs> and do you know how many is processed and stored in our consciousness? Just 2,000 bits of information. Just imagine the amount of information that we acquire every second of our waking and sleeping life. Because even when we are asleep, Scientists say the RAS is still active processing information. And so when it comes to sorting information, 
the rest prioritizes which are for short-term memory which are for survival for our normal day-to-day needs <laughs> you can say that and some are for long-term memory such as um maybe knowledge uh survival um I also read that when it comes to our survival, this information is passed on to generation, to generation, and it is stored in the RAS. Now, if, for example, if there is information that needs to be alerted to us, what's going to happen is the subconscious, um, the RAS, I mean, will tell us, transmit the information to our conscious mind and tell us that this is what you need to focus on. Because remember, we are receiving a lot of information every second. So how, how do we know which one to focus on? The RAS takes care of that and it does it so seamlessly that we do not even notice it. That's why when it comes to setting goals, writing them down, the more specific and detailed you are. And if you know how it feels, like all of your senses are involved, the more clear the instructions are to the RAS. So when it scans the environment, like whether you are looking at the computer, at a bookshop, um, at a cafe, or wherever you are. It scans your environment every time. And then when it matches an information that, or anything that you gave it, it'll alert your mind and tell you, there, look at that. That's why there will be moments when you'll say, ah, oh, the, the, here is a book about um, illustrating, uh, illustration, for example, um, like for me in looking for a laptop, it alerted my mind that you have your carousel app on your phone. Why don't go, why don't you go ahead and check it there? So it allows us to focus on things that are important to, to the things that are necessary. And we can do that seamlessly without too much effort with the help of our RAS. Unfortunately, though, not everyone has um, a healthy functioning RAS. Some people will need medication for them to be able to focus. And some of them are diagnosed with attention deficiency disorders, ADD um, and ADHD. Um, for people like for people who have these conditions, they, they'll need medication for them to be able to focus. Some of them, um, they, it, learning can be hard, focusing can be hard, uh, being motivated can be hard. So if you have a normal functioning RAS, celebrate it. Use it to its optimum level, right? Because without... RAS, I don't know how we will be able to move forward and progress as a person or even as a species. So how does RAS 
help us get to our destination. Ra- the RAS has a built-in GPS or tracking system. And the only thing that you need to do is to know where you want to go. You don't need to know the direction. You just need to know the destination. So that's why you just need to know what you want. What do you want to do in the future? Because if you know that, your RAS will take care, take care of everything. It'll give you the directions. That's why you don't need to actively look for the solutions. When you've written it down, you'll notice that like opportunities, information um, are just being given to you. It can be another it can be through another person or it can just be information that you see around you. So how do we make sure that the RAS is always um, energized to give you the information that you need and to help you focus on the things that are necessary? Again, always visualize, write your goals down write them down on paper and if you can post it everywhere at your home do that Um, if not you can keep like a goal journal that you can look at every day so that your RAS knows that these are the things that are important to you and they can zone into those things and then alert you once they find something that's about them so isn't it amazing that um god if you believe in god i believe in god god has given us this wonderful amazing gift and i think that we owe it to him to fully utilize it because i feel a bit sad for people who just say Oh, I don't have enough skills, so I will just wait for a blessing to happen. No, you have to act on it. And we have this part in our brain that was given to us for us to use. So maximize it. Train it. Yes. Like, um, when I started sharing this, um, I I have friends who started telling me about their own experiences. And they always say, you know what, Cherry, I've done this before, but it was, it was like a coincidence. It wasn't intentionally done. I just wrote it down and then fortunately for my friend, it, like, it came true. So I, I believe in this. I said, that's right. Um, so they asked me, how, how can I do it intentionally so that I can apply this on a regular basis and, you know, train my mind to help me realize all the goals that I have? Then I told them, write your goals down. Don't think about how you will achieve it and just focus on committing to your goals. And your RAS will take care of the rest. But of course, it doesn't mean that you will have to just um, rest and then not do anything. Because the moment that your RAS finds the information that you need to help you achieve your goal, you better act on it. Because if you don't act on it, it's just like learning that's 
for sharing only. Nothing will happen to that. So you have to take action right away. Yeah. And the more that you um, tell your RAS that through the deadlines that I need to achieve this by this day, your RAS will be working double time to help you. So I hope that you learned something new today. And I do hope that if you have not written down your dreams or you've already written them down but you don't know when you will start to deal with them, please categorize them into the three categories. Achieve soon, needs more time, and might be fun. And the only thing that you need to think about is your level of commitment. The how, again, will be taken care of your RAS. And don't forget to always set your goals in a positive statement. Be very specific so that your RAS will know what to look for so that you'll be able to achieve your goals. That's it for this episode. Thank you again for spending your time with me. I'll talk to you in the next one. Have a great week. Bye.